Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. And I just want to send blessings out your way. And I pray that you're doing well. And today I just want to jump right into um, the inside job. It's the name of my sermon title for today. And what I'm seeing in the world and have been seeing is a lot of false doctrine, false teachers going out amongst the, the children of the Most High. And I've been hearing some crazy prophecies lately, some really bad doctrine and teaching, and especially now with Facebook and Instagram and people are posting stuff and saying things that aren't doctrinally sound. And I can see the deception and people even uh, glorifying and lifting up celebrities, politicians. I just uh, recently was, uh, I'm not going to say attacked, by, but confronted by some someone who I know very well and had a lot of respect for when I posted something that had uh, President Donald Trump on it. And it wasn't referring to politics, but that person is a staunch Republican, I, I feel, and uh, they're a huge supporter of Donald Trump. So that they came at me pretty hard. And fortunately, at the end, they apologized. They just kind of went way overboard, and, and I pointed out to them that I didn't attack the president and I didn't say anything uh, wrong about him, and it wasn't politically uh, motivated or have any politics involved at all. And so I'm looking at this, and people are getting so caught up following after movements and following after celebrity and celebrity preaching, and people are bringing in a lot of heresy amongst the children of, of God. And I um, I had a friend, her name was Carol. She passed away. It was almost two years now, and she got caught up with some guy that she met over the Internet, and he taught some things that were not uh, doctrinally sound. They were not scriptural. And she started following him and started doing weird things and it put a strain on our relationship. And it was really sad, especially when she passed away. And I just felt that she was misled by this person. And even to the point that she didn't look after her own physical health, she wouldn't go to the doctor and she didn't believe if you were a follower of the Lord that, uh, you shouldn't go to a doctor. And so she allowed cancer to grow in her body and take her life. So we have a lot of false doctrine being taught. And the Apostle Paul, when he saw his life was coming to an end, he knew he would soon be martyred for the sake of the gospel. And so he was warning uh, the people, primarily uh those who are in positions of leadership within the body in Acts twenty twenty nine, he he said to him, For I know this that after my departure 
savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Also, from among you yourselves, men will rise up, speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after themselves. Therefore, watch and remember that for there for the three years I did not cease to warn everyone night and day with tears. So Paul is once again warning the people, and we saw at the end of that he, he had been warning them for years, and that there would be savage wolves, men, women also who would come in amongst the people and teach and preach false doctrine, but not only people will come in, but people who are already amongst them would rise up and start teaching perverse things. And I'm seeing this also. People I've known for years have now started preaching some very perverted things. And like I said, my friend Carol, I've been friends with her for years, and all of a sudden she starts talking some crazy stuff, and I'm like, where are you getting this from? And this is my friend, one of my closest friends. And all of a sudden, she just changed and flipped on me and started preaching another gospel, which really is, there is no other gospel. Paul told the people this, and they ended up having to deal with this issue. So I'm warning you, know the gospel for yourself. Study the Gospels. Study uh, the understanding of the words. Get the meanings. Study what it meant to the people that time. I like to go and study the the Hebraic meaning of the words and and of the culture of the Hebrews at the time because we get things confused and uh, the translation from the original text that came through into English through like the King James version, there is sometimes troubles in translation. And for example, we know that Judas who betrayed our Messiah, he hung himself. In modern terms, when we hear somebody hung themselves, we see is that they got some rope tied into a noose, put it around their neck, tied the rope off to something, in a high place, and then maybe uh, they stood on the chair and kicked the chair out from under them, and they strangled themselves with the noose, and they just hung there. That's what we see as a hanging or somebody who hung themselves. But when they were saying Judas hung himself, what they meant was that he took probably a sword, planted the hilt into the ground so the blade was sticking up, fell on top of it, the sword, and the sword went through him. And so his body was there hanging from the sword. And that's what it meant by he hung himself. He fell on his sword. You may have heard that uh, phrase before. He didn't get a uh, rope and, and tie it off and put it in a noose and hang himself. He fell on his sword. So we have to be careful and we have to study We have to be as the Bereans did in Acts 17 when they heard Paul preach. They went back and searched the scriptures to make sure what he said was true. But we have many false teachers among us 
even now teaching perverted things and people we've known for years and been perverted and now they're teaching the perversion. Not only did Paul warn us of this, the apostle Peter also dealt with this. If you turn with me, if you follow me to second Peter chapter two, and we'll start reading the verse one, Peter gives a warning to us about these people, about these men that will come amongst us and rise up from among us. And we have to be very, very vigilant, especially in these times. And a lot of people are fearful because of the pandemic, losing jobs, not knowing when their next meal is going to come from, how they're going to pay the rent or, or the mortgage, how they're going to put gas in their car, how they're going to uh, take care of the kids. They're going to, they were getting ready to send their kids back to school. Is it safe? So a lot of people are fearful and these these wolves, wolves are opportunistic hunters. When they see uh, opportunity to attack, they take that opportunity. And these these people are like that. They're they're opportunistic. They know people right now are full of fear, and so they they're looking for the spark of hope. And these false teachers can come into you and start te- teaching things that are not biblical. But they, they they sound good to you, and this, it looks like this person is trying to uh, encourage you and bring you hope, and what they're really doing is deceiving you. We have to be very careful in these hard times that we're experiencing. And Peter knew these type of men were, were amongst the people. And so I'm going to start reading Second Peter chapter 2, verse 1. But there were also false prophets among the people even as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who bought them and bringing on themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their destructive ways because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed. By covetousness, they will exploit you with deceptive words for a long time, their judgment has not been idle, and their destruction does not slumber. So Peter is warning the people here, it's like they, they were false prophets. They were amongst the people back in the day, and there's false teachers among you right now. Don't doubt that. And he was speaking over 2,000 years ago. Still true today. There are false teachers among us who want to deceive us. And it's sad. I, I look at there was a a, a pastor, a young, well, young bishop named Carlton Pearson, and I used to love to hear him preach. He was very uh, wise, and he had a lot of biblical knowledge. And what happened, he had a, a good friend, a, a childhood friend. They were best friends. They, from my understanding, they grew up together, and they just never drifted apart like a lot of friends who grow up together with kids, and we have a tendency to move on, And but they remain friends. And one day, uh, this friend came to Bishop Pearson and told him, Hey, look, I got to be honest with you, I'm gay. And so Carlton Pearson 
decided that from that point that he wasn't going to preach the truth anymore because he didn't want to see his friend uh, persecuted and he didn't want to believe that his friend was living in sin. So he started preaching the gospel where everybody is already saved. Once uh, our Messiah died on the cross, that meant that everybody from that point on is saved. It doesn't matter who you are, what you're doing, you're saved. It's, it's all inclusive. You don't have to get saved. You are saved because the Messiah already died for you, so you don't need to repent or anything. You're already good. Just go on with your life. And when I heard him start preaching like that, of course, I stopped listening to him. And it was really sad to see him take that turn and fall away. And it hurt a lot of people. But Paul warned us, and Peter warned us, these men will come from outside of us, but also rise up from among us, even denying the Lord. That's what Carlton Pearson did. He denied the Lord because he wanted his friend to be okay in his eyes. And Peter goes on to describe these type of people. If we go down to verse 12 of Second Peter chapter 2, verse 12 reads, But these, like natural brute beasts made, be, made to be caught and destroyed, speak evil of the things, things that they do not understand and will utterly perish in their own corruption and will receive the wages of unrighteousness as those who count it pleasure to carouse in the daytime. They are spots and blemishes carousing in their own deception while they feast with you, having eyes full of adultery and that cannot cease from sin, ticing unstable souls. They have a heart trained to covetous practices and are accursed children. They have forsaken the right way and and um, and gone astray following the way of Balaam, the son of Beor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness, but he was rebuked for his iniquity, a dumbass donkey speaking with a man's voice restrain the madness of the prophet. I didn't swear. I'm just going to, uh, <laughs> or another word for donkey is ass. And uh, so I tried to switch it at, at the last moment. But um, these are these people. They're evil. They, they, they're trained in covetous practices. They don't care about you. They don't love you. They just want to see your destruction. But they're headed to destruction themselves. They just don't want to go alone. They're they're taking you with them if you follow after them. If you don't know scriptures for yourself, you will be led astray. And as one who teaches scripture, I know I have to treat teach 
proper scripture and to teach true scripture to the people, to the children of the Most High. The children of, of destruction are out there trying to draw people away to make disciples unto themselves. This is what happened to my friend Carol. This guy, he was a former crackhead. And that was a good thing. He came out of drugs. But then he got caught up in something worse than drugs, false doctrine. Because drugs can take your life. And false doctrine can take your eternity away from you. And he pulled my friend away, led her astray, and led to her destruction. Now, instead of sitting here talking with me and going out with me, we went on mission trips together. Those days are over because now she's laying in the coffin, a coffin under six feet of dirt. And I lost her to this false teacher who led her astray and allowed cancer to destroy her life. There are many more out there doing this. So doing their best to deceive, they could have a huge ministry. They can be on TV. They can write books. They could be producing CDs, DVDs. They could be traveling the world talking to thousands, maybe even millions of people. But that doesn't make them right. Like I said, we have to be like the Bereans. Once they heard Paul preach, then they'd search the scripture to see if what he said was right. And we have to treat everybody like that who teaches the scriptures, even myself. After I get through preaching, you should be searching out the scripture to say, let's make sure Sean was teaching right. If he doesn't line up with the scriptures, he's a false teacher. If you believe I'm a false teacher, my suggestion is don't listen to me. I'm not going to just talk about other people. But I'm going to say if I go astray and you see I started teaching contrary to Scripture, never, ever listen to me. If you see that happen, I become a threat to the body. Do not do anything to associate with me. Pray for me. Pray for those who come amongst us and and try to deceive that they will change and that they will allow the Lord to turn them around and bring them back to him. But I will not participate in their lives. And there's a lot of lives going out now where you watch the news on TV or uh, look at the internet and there are so many stories going on now and especially about a cure for um, the coronavirus and you're like, who do I believe? This one says, hey, we have a, a cure then somebody comes along, no, they're lying or there is no cure. Who do you believe? They're arguing with each other. 
the disagreeing. People aren't getting along. We're just showing each other so much hate right now in this world. And you look at this and people are following after different things and they're clashing over it. And like I said, over even over politicians, we have a, a presidential election coming up here in the United States this November. So the battle lines are being drawn between Democrat, Republican, Trump supporters, Biden supporters. People are arguing a lot of politics right now. Donald Trump is the way. He's he's the one. Joe Biden's going to replace him. We got to get a new new president. Joe Biden's the one. People are fighting. Family members, friends, local fellowships. Instead of focusing on the gospel, they're arguing politics. And so I'm looking at all this and I'm like, we got to be about the gospel. We got to be about our father's business. And we're letting people lead us astray with false information and false doctrine coming from our TVs, our radios, our phones, our laptops, our tablets from the internet, from Facebook, from Instagram, from TikTok, and just coming from every direction. There are so many avenues nowadays for false teaching to come through and impact our lives, and we have to be ready because these these people, they, they're trained in, in covetous practices. They're trained and ready. They're not playing around. They're doing what they want to do, and they know what they're up to, and they know they're all about destruction. Even Jude, he wasn't an apostle, but Jude speaks of these people also. If you would turn to the book of Jude, there's only one chapter in that book. I'm going to start reading at the third verse. Jude says, Beloved, why why was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. For certain men had crept in unnoticed, who long ago were marked out for this condemnation, ungodly men, who turned the grace of our God into lewdness and denied the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. And so here's Jude also. He's pointing out about contending for our faith because there's men who have crept in unnoticed. You know, it's not that people didn't see them, but they've crept in with a false doctrines and teaching 
and people haven't realized this is what they're about. So then come casually in, no fanfare, not drawing attention to themselves. You know, people know they're there, but they're not making a big deal out of anything, and they're just kind of just casually strolling in. And maybe they'll start talking to one or two people and, you know, getting to know them and sharing a little bit. And before you know, they're they're creating disciples after themselves and they're teaching them a, a new way. And I, I remember this guy. <laughs> I don't know if he's still around here where I live, but he... He made friends with a guy from um, a fellowship I was attending. And so this guy came in, a new guy. He seemed nice, but he he was against everything pretty much did. If we uh, talked about, yeah, uh, I know one brother was telling the story that he was out to dinner with his family and and so they, they prayed over their meal, and another family was sitting next to them and saw them pray, and then they started talking to them, and they were they were able to share the gospel because this other family saw them praying and said, hey, they must be believers. Uh, let's talk to them. And so they were able to make a connection and able to share the gospel. But this new guy, he came in, oh, the Bible doesn't say you have to pray over your food, and Bible doesn't say this, but and, and all he was was against whatever we did, and I, I noticed he was against the scriptures, and he had just casually came in and was sitting there, and he was waiting, biding his time, and before you know it, he had turned some of the the brethren against the body. We have to be careful. We have to be vi- uh, very vigilant. We have to know the gospel for ourselves. Don't be one of those people that think it's the pastor's job to learn the scriptures and then come preach a sermon. It's everybody's commandment to know the scriptures. You must study and know them for yourself. The word in you, so you cannot be deceived. And so you can know what is truth and that you can also Minister the gospel We're all called to minister But it will protect you From these false teachers When they come in with destructive heresy You would not be easily deceived Because you know the scriptures For yourself And when your friends Family Pastor starts preaching Any type of false doctrine You'll be able to know that is not scripturally sound. I will not follow that. I will not receive that. I will not believe that. And I definitely will not teach that. Do not be deceived because the destruction of the body, the destruction of the ecclesia, the church, it's an inside job. It will come from those who are among us that we sit in fellowship with and eat with and call brother, call sister. is an inside job. And we have to be ready for this. 
be watchful, knowledgeable, be ready. This is Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. Always a pleasure. You can find me on Facebook. If you want to speak to me, or you can email me at regenerate07 at yahoo.com. Have a blessed day or a blessed night wherever you are at in this beautiful world. Continue to pray for each other. Please pray for me. Love you all. Take care.